Hey guys, it's Eddie, host of the podcast. You're about to listen to my conversation with Gabriel from Honcho's House of Churros. Just a quick reminder that Honcho's grand opening is tomorrow in Alamo Heights at noon. So June 14th, tomorrow at noon. Get there early. It's going to be packed. At the end of the episode, Gabriel's going to give podcast listeners a secret code word to mention at the register for a special surprise. So listen all the way through. Enjoy my conversation with Gabriel. And here we go. What's up, guys? It's Eddie Laughlin, co-founder of Shotgun House Coffee Roasters, and you're listening to Building Something Out of Nothing, a small business podcast right here in San Antonio. Today on the podcast, I'm talking to Gabriel, co-owner of Poncho's House of Churros, opening their new location on Broadway tomorrow, June 14th at noon. Gabriel and I talk all things churros, from how they came up with the concept, how they started the food truck, how they came up with the menu, and how they've turned that popular food truck into a brand new brick and mortar in Alamo Heights. Enjoy. All right, I'm sitting here with uh, Gabriel Martinez of Honcho's House of Churros. Honcho's House of Churros. Their new location is opening up in Alamo Heights on Broadway, right next to Rise Up. Rise Up. Is yes, that what I saw over there? Right. That's yes, awesome. Sir. So how's it going, man? How are you feeling? Uh, very good, very good. A little bit nervous, uh, good nervous. So <laughs> this is the fourth day of your soft opening. I'm actually sitting here at the restaurant right now. Came yeah. in after hours. A couple of people just left. I've seen it all over Instagram. Yeah. And it looks awesome in here. The Thank churros you. smell and look amazing. Coffee <laughs> looks great. Everything looks really cool. Yeah. So yeah, how have the last four days been? And uh, good, good, good training. Uh, we're still we're still trying to figure out the the flow of the customers. How is it going to be playing out? How is everything going to work? Making sure all of our equipment is going to be up and running. Uh, so we don't want to hit hit a, a problem on a grand opening. I so. think it's good to have, so you gave yourself like four, was it four full days, four days of soft yeah, opening to really right. get, you said you already moved the menu, you thought you were gonna have it in one place, you moved it to another place. Right. You might move the POS system, some of that stuff. Right. So, um, and those are the kind of the kinks that you work out in your yeah. first brick and mortar. I mean, that's just how it goes. We, we've <laughs> absolutely run into some of that stuff as yeah. I was telling you a second ago. So yeah, man, are you pretty excited for the, the grand yeah, opening though? Definitely, yeah, I'm super excited. Cool, yeah, and we'll, we're gonna talk about the grand opening here in a little bit, which by the way is Friday, uh, June 14th at noon is when this place officially opens. Uh, everybody get down here because I assume it's going to be pretty packed right on Broadway. Plenty of parking, by the way, which is, which is nice in this area. So, But yeah, man, I want to I talk about, so I've seen your food truck. I know there, there's a lot of people that know the churro truck, that bright yellow yeah. churro truck, which, by the way, I don't know who did your branding and stuff like that, but it's really good. Did it always <laughs> look like that or did yeah. that come later? <clears throat> no, we actually started with the same branding, the same logo and everything. Okay. Uh, I have a, one of my closest friends in Mexico, in Monterrey, and uh, he, I asked him to, to make me a logo about it. And so he just, he, your friend just made that logo and that yeah. was the first one you started with and it hasn't really evolved at all because it looks, uh, looks well, very good. My wife sketched it in, in, a, in a notebook. That's awesome. Um, kind of like how it looks right now, but okay. my friend came up with a whole uh, design. So uh, your wife sketched it, your friend, the artist, kind of right. put that together, her, her right. vision. That was the same thing that happened, by the way, with our shotgun house nice. uh, design, is that <laughs> my girlfriend came up with the idea and then yeah. I kind of put it together on Photoshop, so it's very similar. Yeah, girls uh, are really good with that. They're good Man. with like coming no. up with like a concept <laughs> of something and actually yeah. like visualizing it, because I could not do that to save my life. So yeah, churros is kind of a, you know, specializing in churros in San Antonio. You would think it would be more prevalent, but it's really not. You know, I was reading a little bit on your website and some of the stuff that you've talked about with your history and you saw like the Spanish influence on, on churros, but not the, like the classic like Mexican 
influence right. and you were wanting to bring that to San Antonio? Correct. Yeah, we want to we want to try to do something very traditional okay. and very, um, I want to say like old school kind of thing. Right. Because um, the churros are not something that they, they should be always just sweet over sweet over sweet. Uh, of course, they have a, a sweet side of it, but they, they also can, uh, they have uh, the potential of going a little bit just like plain. So you focus on the actual, so the dough and the preparation of the dough and the, the frying of the churro itself is just as important as the toppings. Right. If not right. more in top, important. Right, yeah, you have to make the right dough and then you have to pair it up with the right uh, toppings or the right ingredients. Which you have um, a lot of awesome toppings and we're going to get yeah. to that and you fill the churros and all sorts of... Right. The Instagram photos make it look like it's something I, I need to have in yeah. like right now, yeah. So was this a family recipe? Did you always have an interest in this or did you um, just have the idea and then y'all just started playing around in the kitchen until you figured it out? It is kind of uh, kind of both uh, because my in my family my, my grandpa used to make uh, churros uh, in in family gatherings. Okay. You know, like uh, birthdays or sort of family gatherings like that, right? And uh, he would make our, the churros and just like give it to everybody. Awesome. And uh, he kind of teach me how to do them from scratch. And later on in life, uh, I want to say about eight years ago. I moved. Uh, to, I was living in Seattle with my wife. I was really craving churros because you don't get a lot of churros over there in the Northwest, nope. right? So <laughs> I was kind of craving that, and I told my wife, "You know what? It would, what you know what would be very cool? Opening up a place that just focuses on churros. Just uh, imagining like a, a peanut butter and jelly churro, oh, or yeah. a uh, I don't know, like a Nutella filled churro, mm -hmm. or something like that." And, uh, she was like, yeah, that sounds cool. We should we should look into it. Another five years later, we moved here to San Antonio. And I told my brother about this. And that's when he tagged along. And he told me, you know what? If you really want to do it, I'll I'll, I'll join you. I'll, I'll be with you. Wow. So let's, let's give it a shot. So it's really a family yeah. operation. And right. kind of without your brother and without you and your, and your right. wife, it just wouldn't have happened. It exactly. couldn't be just one of you. Yeah. So... You decided, uh, you know, I think we want to make this jump. We want to make this leap. We want to do it. What made you decide on a truck to start? Was it capital? Well, yeah, that, that was uh, definitely something that influenced that decision. But um, I want to say it's just the the fear. Mm -hmm. Like any, any, I guess, any entrepreneur out there, anybody who's going to start a business, mm -hmm. that fear of what if it fails, right? Uh, it's, it's very, um, it's uh, like a... It's a huge wall in front huge of you. Huge wall, and it's much more palatable right. if you start a truck, yeah. and then that doesn't work out. You can sell the truck. You know, it's right. easier to get out of something like right. that, uh, as opposed to signing like a five-year lease at, exactly. a, at, a, at a location. Right. Which, so, uh, yeah, I think that does scare a ton of people off. And, exactly. And also, with the honestly, to start the concept with churros, it, you know, it was just churros. Yeah. It's easy to do that in a truck. You know right. what I mean? And I think that's a great combination yeah. to, to start and a great way to learn the business yeah. over the course of a few years because you started the truck and, and that lasted how long and you the, still have it yeah, correct I mean you're still running the truck right now so it's been going uh, we're going on our third year with the food truck and well the the uh, storefront it's barely opening up tomorrow right um so how'd you find the, the the truck once you decided yeah let's do this how'd you find the truck how did you um, build it out let's talk about some of that well 
my brother, who tagged along right at, when, right when I pitched the idea to him, I told him, let's, let's give it a shot and all that. And uh, later on, like a month after we started like taking it seriously, uh, he told me, you know what? I have a friend that owns a few restaurants in, uh, in our hometown in, in Juarez. And uh, he has some food trucks there that he doesn't use. Let me ask him if he's gonna use them or he can rent them or something. He asked him and yeah, he was uh, very accessible about it. He rented the, the food truck to us and that was the deal. So you knew the perfect person, yeah. basically, that was already in the restaurant industry and the food truck industry, right. which is really hard to find. Most people yeah. have to go to Craigslist or some shady yeah. way to get it, and so right. you had the perfect avenue for so, that. So yeah, he had him just uh, in his backyard uh, not doing anything at all. Okay. And we asked him, and he was uh, very accessible about it. Was so the was the build out minimal? Did you have to do a lot of work to it, or was it pretty much ready to go because it came from that environment? It it did take a little bit. The thing is that not initially, but later on. Okay. Why is because we didn't know how to make churros at the beginning. Right. <laughs> in this in this portions, right in this right huge amounts of uh, of. Uh, people that we have and demanding I don't know 10 churros 20 churros like that we were oh, that is true because now you do large quantities yeah of and course. you can totally handle that but yeah. back then when it first started and you kind of got that boom right it so does yeah that scaling it kinda. was uh, remembering all the recipes and making sure like I'm, I'm doing the right amounts of flour right amounts of dough okay oil everything and the equipment itself uh, was not the same as the one that we have right now and you were located over there at Babcock in the medical center? Correct. And still are. And I'm sure a lot of people have this question because it's something that I've asked myself in the past when I've thought about doing coffee trucks and things like that. Yeah. How do you go about finding the perfect location for your You know, food my, truck? my brother is the one that he's, he's really good at this because uh, he likes to drive around yeah. <laughs> a lot. So That's all it takes. Um, so yeah, he, he was driving a lot around and uh, at that time I was actually working in a restaurant uh, full-time So I, I, I didn't have the same time that he had right uh, right and uh, So he he was parking at certain areas. Oh, and he would we, count cars right and he would all count that. cars So so we saw this map of the uh, demographics right uh, how much people is in certain areas in in town, right? We looked at the map and this this part right here, uh, the intersection of Hubner and Babcock. Yep, it was it was incredibly busy, busy right there. It's a busy. That's a busy it's area. It's a really man. busy corner. So my brother drove over there and he parked for about six hours. Wow! Just counted uh, counted uh, cars. Okay. And uh, he was pretty much looking at how would it look like if we were open there. So he saw people walking. He saw people driving. He saw a lot, a lot of uh, ambulances and things like that going on. So activity, constant activity going on right there. And it, it is still the same over there uh, so right now. And uh, that, I think that's what pretty much helped us. So he came back to you. He said, I found the perfect spot. Yeah. Uh, and then you said, let's, we have the truck. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, pretty much that was it. And um, you have to the, make an agreement with the, the landowner. Right. How does that work? Yeah, I, there was a there were it's a it's a shopping center right there. So we're parked at the at the, at the parking lot, right? Right. And uh, so they had a spot at the shopping center available, and the uh, landlord's phone number was on a on a window displaying over there. 
they were trying to rent that. So he just called the number, so I called and I was just asking for information to see if I could get food truck right there. And I pitched the idea again, and they immediately told me, you know what, we we don't do that. It hung up. So I was like, okay, well, I get, I got like a hundred no's. Uh, I'm looking for one yes. So wow. I, I called, uh, well, when, when I called this, this place exactly, they said no at first. And then an hour later, she called me back. She asked me to, to, to meet there at the, at the shopping center. And I was over there and within an hour. I, I had, uh, I mean, honestly, I was, we, uh, we my, my team, we, were, we are very pro- professional about this. We, we had a, a, a little pamphlet of things that, how we were going to do it, right? And we have our logo, we have our colors, we have everything. So you, you that we were showing them your legitimate operation, right. that you're not just some sketchy thing exactly. walking off the street, yeah. Right. So Which I, is what a landlord wants to see. Exactly. So it was perfect. So I pitched them the idea, and the, the landlord was... Uh, fell in love with the idea and she agreed to allow us to be there. I love it. That's awesome. So, so it took about a million no's, finally got a yes, and, yeah. then, and then you were on your way. <laughs> yeah. So initially we started paying by the day we were open. It was about $50 a day. And then as uh, the people started noticing and we were getting a lot more people in, I talked to the landlord. I was, I was asking her if we can open more days. But she was allowing me only, only to open about three days. Oh, okay. So I told her uh, if I could, I asked her if, if we could uh, open for more days and more hours. She, she agreed. And later, a year, a year later, I asked her for, for a contract where I could stay there for the next three years. So after that, that first year, you knew that's where you wanted to be because yeah. business was good. Right. You built up a client base because, you know, it's interesting, just like a brick and mortar with yeah. a food truck, if you stay in the same location, you're getting that lunch crowd, that the yeah. people that live in the neighborhoods and things like that. You're not constantly moving like a lot of people think that right. trucks do. Yeah, no, and we did, we did move for a little bit during the, that first year. Right. Uh, we were at the corner right there and every now and then we would go to a food truck park or we would go to a private event or we would go somewhere else. But uh, we found out that people was not following us anymore. They were confused. They were confused right. if we were going to be there or not. I feel like if you're going to do that, you have to announce it on all social media channels and, and scream that, it from the rooftops and even yeah, then they and might even not then know. You yeah. get calls, why are you not here? I want a churro, it's my birthday. Yeah, seriously. So, people, people plan on that stuff. Right. Yeah, they really, they really do. <laughs> That's so, funny. So, so you open up. Um, how long? So she said yes. Between that time and the time that you were open to the public, how how long did that take? We cool. signed this contract on December. It was December second. No, actually, it was December first. I remember because nobody works on that day, and I asked her to meet me. <laughs> December first. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. January first. January first. Yeah. New yeah. Year's Day. What year? Two thousand and eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So not that long ago. No, not that long yeah, ago. Man, time not flies. even. <laughs> so, so you open up on, I guess, January 2nd, January 1st, whenever it yeah. is. What, what's it like getting foot traffic to your new truck? It's your first time doing this, I assume. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a unique and interesting concept that most San Antonians aren't kind of used to. I mean, they right. know what churros are, but they don't know, should I be going all, you know, driving to this yeah. truck to go get them? What would you have to do to attract traffic? And how did you finally get those clients coming, you know, day after day? Well, I, uh, first of all, and uh, pretty much like bottom line, I kept it simple. 
right? You know, uh, you you don't mess with the classics, right? In Mexico, you get churros that are filled, and they're filled with cajeta. There you go. So if people, as long as people get the the classic, you can always add some more stuff later on. Okay. But um, definitely, you, you have to stick with the classic, respect the classics, but you you can always just play with a, a, few, a few different things. So you wanted to make sure you were making the classic churro top right. notch. Exactly. And then from there, you can always expand. We're kind of the same way at our coffee shop. We yeah. want to make sure we're doing the basics, espresso, drip, yeah. things like that very well, and then you can expand. So yeah, I think that's always right. a good business model. People right. try to do way too much, way too quickly, yeah. and you're almost always going to have yeah more failures and successes doing that um so <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that that's yeah. awesome so yeah continue and, and it's hard it's it's a little it, it gets a little bit hard to stick in stick into to the or classics or to the originals because or the traditionals because sometimes the they you have customers or you have people telling you asking you things right or questioning your methods of doing things oh yeah um, when when that happens uh you just have to stick what you so what, what people you asking you questions like can I put this on there can I put that on there no, why don't actually, you have this like what is wh why don't you have corn dogs oh yeah if you have a fryer oh yeah why don't you have nachos since you're selling churros right why don't you have funnel cakes because you have the fryer and you have churros so they'll go perfect so what do you tell a customer like that um I just uh, I don't know <laughs> I just uh, play along with them. I mean, I just tell them, oh, I haven't looked into it. Maybe a lot of later. Right. When I, I know it's something that is not going to be there, I just agree with them so I don't start a, a deeper discussion, you know. So it starts, people start trickling in. You know, what causes you to get kind of this surge of attention? So our first month, we were, we were not slow, but we were steady. Okay. Uh, we had a little bit of people coming in, finding about us, and discovering pretty much what the, 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 there's a new churro place in town, right? And uh, that was okay. And then we uh, somebody from uh, from a news uh, news channel uh, found us, and he offered us to do a report on that uh, TV report. On oh that. wow! So we got a uh, we got inter interviewed, and uh, uh, like a week later, it was on TV. It was on local TV. Everybody found out about it, and the very next day, we had a huge, huge line, uh, two-hour wait for for churros. Yeah, I mean, you just took off from there. And it's amazing how that happens. One thing like that, one piece of media attention yeah. can just kind of break it break it all open. Right. Um, were you prepared for that type of surge? <laughs> no. Or did you have to make some changes, <laughs> hire more people? What did yeah, you have to I do? I had to, yeah. No, I have. No, I was not ready whatsoever. Uh, we, but we did it. <laughs> so we, I didn't have the right equipment. I didn't have the right staffing. I was still working somewhere else. So I was, uh, half of my time was taken away for for this job yeah I mean uh, everything was looked like it was against us but we just rolled with the punches we kept going with it mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I mean we learned we learned through like with a lot of time uh, buying buying the right equipment first and then getting staffing and then uh, little by little twitching the, the playing with the sauces right uh, playing with the menu a little bit adding new stuff the mini churros came up in the first, uh, I want to say three months, because originally our menu only had one item. Wow. It was just filled churros. Wow. So people was asking me, what if I just want to have like a little bit? Like a little sweet treat. Right. I don't, I don't want a huge so thing, yeah. 
I uh, we we actually had a call from a from a lady uh, that she wanted to sample her churros before buying uh, a bunch of them for for a private party. So I made a little box. I told her, you know, I'm gonna bring you a little box with uh, some churros so you can try them out with a bunch of different sauces. So I made these three inch churros and I put together like six sauces for her mm -hmm. and uh, I put it all in the box. I looked at it and it was like, I should sell this. This is really, <laughs> this is a pretty box. Yeah. yeah. People would buy this. This is a cool box. I mean, I would take this to, to my family and just like have it like while we're, we're watching a movie or. Oh yeah. Or People want something to snack on. It's, right. you know, not everybody wants a full churro meal. They yeah. want something to snack on. Right. I, I put it in the menu immediately that night. I, uh, on a, on a blackboard, I, on a chalkboard I had over there. I wrote it, 15 mini churros for $15 and six sauces on the side. That's awesome. And that very same day, we sold half of the 15 mini churros mm -hmm. and half of the regular churros. So it was actually very, very, very good for ha people. Was... Ha have the mini churros been popular ever since? Oh yeah, yeah. They're so, equally as popular as the field churros. And I believe it. So you, you, you were on television. It started bringing in a larger crowd, a lot mm -hmm. larger uh, client base. Were you doing other marketing as well? Were you doing some social media, Instagram, Facebook, I, some of yeah, that stuff? I was doing social media, pretty much that was it. I wasn't as good as taking pictures as I am right now. Right, yeah, no, I think your social media account is, is very good. I, but, I was looking uh, at your Instagram. Yeah, no, but uh, as long as the people sees the product and they see how you make it and they kind of like uh, get an idea of what you're doing, they'll, they'll be okay. We, we had these little commercials we did. A friend of mine, he's a filmmaker. Okay. And uh, I called him from El Paso. I called him, hey, I need you to film this, this thing I'm doing and uh, just film me like a 15 second commercial so I can put it on Facebook. He drove over here and uh, we shoot it. People liked it. And you put it on Facebook, so yeah. that's online somewhere. I can go yeah, find it if still, I want to. Yeah, yeah. Cool, I <laughs> will do that. Some chill music, some... Uh, it was like tropical kind of music. It was no, kind of chill. Awesome, man. They'll see me making churros, they'll see the mini churros, they'll see everything. Very cool. Yeah. And which is what people like to see. They want to see yeah. the behind the scenes. What is this thing that I'm putting in my body and yeah. know, how is it made? And right. I think that's cool. How long, you, you build out the truck a little bit more, you add some more equipment, you're, you're getting a steady stream of customers at this point. Uh, you maybe hire some more people. How long did you do that until the conversation started coming up about a brick and mortar? Like, when did you know, like, okay, I well, think I want to do that? Probably since since I saw the large crowd, I, I thought probably all of us, or my team, mm -hmm. uh, pretty much, we were like in sync at the time. Well, still are, but <laughs> right. we were like, probably we should just eventually go into a brick and mortar so we can start coffee we can serve some hot chocolate well, or people can be in air conditioning while they're waiting for right. their was that another thing was that an issue that yes, people standing absolutely. out in the sun waiting for their right and we are and, yeah and not even not also not only them but also us inside of a food truck it's a it's a it's a metal box that is 14 by 6 it's humid in there it's, it's hot you can't yeah. cool it it's down it's an antonio weather oh, plus yeah. the, the the box of metal uh, you're in there, so it's it's really hot. It's really really hot in there. So you were like, we need <laughs> we need a place with so we can move around, some space, yeah. a bigger kitchen. 
yeah. you know, something where we can accommodate a lot of customers at right. once, essentially. So you decided to do that. What made you decide on Alamo Heights? Uh, I know, obviously, this is a very popular neighborhood, yeah. very busy, a lot of restaurants, <laughs> a lot of coffee shops. I mean, everything kind of does well over here. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming that was the, the thought process. But yeah, tell me a little bit about that and how you landed on this spot. So we, uh, whenever we have time off, uh, we just go new places. We try new places, mm -hmm. uh, local places. Uh, not only the search, of course, but uh, food and uh, any kind of food. And uh, we were we were driving by this street, Broadway Street, and uh, we noticed that there's a there's a little change from driving all San Antonio and then coming into into Alamo Heights. You have a different vibe. You know, it's like going back into the to 1950s. And like you see kids in their bikes, you see it is. families walking around. It's an old you school see, neighborhood. It's an old school neighborhood. I like that a lot. The fact that we're bringing something that's old school to an old school. I do kinda, love that about it. Yeah. Kind of uh, town. <laughs> it's almost like walking up to the ice cream truck. Yeah. You know, you can walk up and grab your churro, walk back to your house. Yeah, that's right. So it, it kind of felt, it kind of felt right to do it over here. And you've kept it old school in here, which I yeah. like. I like the kind of the old looking floors and the wood paneling and stuff like that right. looks, looks really cool so was it difficult to get the location were people Maybe. fighting you for it or you just kind of snagged it no the same way as we found the the property over there the spot for the food truck mm -hmm. uh i saw the phone number of the landlord hanging out there and i called it and the person who answered the call was a, a realtor and he's a friendly, super friendly guy. Oh, awesome. So he immediately told me whatever I needed to know, which is like how much is the rent and uh, the terms of the lease the terms and all of that lease stuff. And all this stuff. So he agreed to meet me the very next day. I met him here. He walked me through the property and I was uh, impressed because this is a, a really good uh, building. It needed some touch ups, uh, of course. It's been. It's a, originally this was a gas station in 1930s. And I could see that. It looks yeah. like the size of a gas station, yeah. <laughs> so it, it needed a little, a, a lot of touch-ups and it needed a lot of work. But it's something definitely you, you can do and it will, it will pay out, you know. So when did you sign the lease on this place? October last year. October, October of 2018. 2018. It's June 2019. June 14th yeah. is the grand opening. So took about six months, no, about That's seven, eight months right. to, to yeah. build this place out. What were some of the major things that you had to do to get this place ready? Well, since it was uh, before before us, it was a, uh, it was a political party uh, headquarters. Mm -hmm. So it was all just desks and- So it was campaign, was campaign yeah. office, yeah, okay. That was it. And uh, pretty much building it into a, into a restaurant, that's a, a big change, you know, because... A lot of plumbing that you have to do. Plumbing, right. and then you have to get a vent hood, uh, the exhaust fan, all that. Any frying, you're going to have to get a vent hood. Right. We've talked to the city about that. Yeah. Uh, electrical, you're going to have to put in certain right. electrical that a political office absolutely did not have. Right. Um, did you have to install 220 and some of that stuff? Or? All of that. Oh, all, yeah. Everything, everything. So now we have all this uh, right equipment, as I call it now. So, and of course that pulls a lot of power. Yeah, everything you need pulls a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, did you have to get the fire sprinklers and all that stuff? Right. Oh, so yeah. pretty much just like bringing it to the to the 21st century. Awesome, was man. Was big, the, the deal breaker there. Well, it looks really good. I see this little uh, garage door opener up here. Yeah. I uh, think you'll maybe utilize that ever at some point. Yeah, that's why we kept it over there because eventually I like to 
just like do a bar right here. And oh, that would be like su super cool, it. man. Yeah. 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 No, you got a really, some really cool raw bones in this building. And I yeah. think it's the perfect size for what you're doing. Right. Um, and I think, yeah, with the neighborhoods right across the street and everything, people are going to be piling over here to get churros. But yeah, man, let's talk about the menu itself and about okay. the churros. I know we've touched on that a little bit. First of all, does anything change? So you had briefly mentioned, and you can elaborate on this, but when you started the truck, there was the main classic churro. Right. Um, it was like a filled churro. Yeah. And then you did the churro minis about six months later, something like that. Yeah. Are you expanding that menu at all for your brick and mortar location? Yeah, we have uh, we have two new kinds of churros uh, already uh, going. We have uh, what we call a lasso. Those are the original name for them. It's uh, in uh, those are like a like a drop shaped churro okay and they're glazed with uh, we have a vanilla icing we have strawberry icing we have chocolate icing wow we glaze it with those one of those three and then we have uh, natural ingredients such as coconut pecans and almonds and that's kind of is that dipped in it or kind of like tossed on top it's tossed on top wow. pretty much is sprinkled with that or we also have uh, sprinkles for for the kids okay. you know <laughs> awesome so we, we still have to pick it keep uh, keep it uh, fun for the kids and uh, Right. So oh, it's huge. Kid friendly is yeah. absolute <laughs> importance. Uh, so, all right. So what else? What else you had? Uh, we have that, and then we have the twine. The twine is something we uh, we we call the twine. So it's uh, people in the United States gets a little bit more familiar with the product because the original name for it is uh, porras. Okay. Porras is what it is, right? But over here, if we put that name, probably a lot of people is not going to follow it. So we call it twine because it looks like a, it looks like a cowboy kind of called like a lasso, like a, yeah, kind of a whip, like <laughs> a, a whip. Yeah, yeah, there you go, like a cowboy's uh, whip or cowboy's. Uh, it does. So it's a huge. I'm looking at it right now. You have a really nice menus done with. I don't know who did that artwork and everything, but it looks yeah. really nice. Um, and it's as big. The twine is as big spiral basically. Right. It looks like, and it, you know, it's filled. The whole thing is churro all the yeah. way to the end. Right. Um, and so it looks like it's a 10 inch churro, and then you can get the same types of toppings and sprinkles and nuts and stuff like that on top. And yeah. Is that made much. for sharing? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a 12, a 12, 10 to 12 inch uh, spiral. Okay. And then uh, you you get it with a sprinkle with some sugar with cinnamon of course, and then you get a you get your so your choice of sauce and toppings, and uh, a big scoop of uh, whipped cream on top. Okay. That one comes with a side of hot chocolate dip. And then I Just, saw I saw something about a frozen. Yeah. Churro. What is this? Uh, frozen churro. We get this question a lot, but the frozen churro is not actually frozen. It's okay. just the name of it. Okay. <laughs> we even thought about changing the name of that on that because people was getting confused. <laughs> is it is it a churro it's with just, ice cream? What right. Is that? Just is that a churro it sundae? It's a cup of ice cream and a churro in there. I've seen that. So those things are getting Instagrammed a lot. A lot of the people yeah. that I follow and they kind of hold it in front of the camera. Right. Churro goes inside of it, correct? Right. And it's just a big cup of ice cream with a churro inside of it. Yeah. And you get two sauces on that one. Wow. On the frozen awesome. churro and then we have the frozen lasso the difference is that the the lasso has the the coating of uh, the glaze and the toppings okay instead of the sauces and all of the churros are so the dough it starts with the dough that's handmade 
Yeah. You make everything yourself. Uh, made yeah. the order, actually. Right. Um, and then it runs through this little churro machine. What would you call this thing? Well, it's a, it's a, like a press. It's okay. a churro press. So um, it, forms the, it forms the churro into it, the churro it, shape. It just, uh, you just keep pressing on it until it starts shooting out the dough in okay. the shape of the churro. Okay. And then it goes directly into the, into the fryer. Straight into the fryer. And then after that, straight toppings whatever you want yeah. if it's going into ice cream it just Custom goes straight in there it and get it out That's get it, it man so you get it hot <laughs> piping hot oh yeah see this is nice because i don't even know if i've ever actually had a fresh churro yeah and so i'm you know these are the questions that people are going to be asking that i've never had them so yeah yeah i know this sounds great and i know you've only been open for about four days for the soft opening and right. the grand opening hasn't started yet but already are there any noticeable differences that you've seen from running a truck versus running a brick and mortar definitely yeah Okay. Uh, the space uh, <laughs> you get a lot more space and uh, you, you get a lot more that space I use it for being creative trying to develop new things trying to keep it interesting for the customer so and that is the whole um, idea from the beginning is that this will give you space to grow yeah uh, not just in your clientele and your, your customer base but in your menu options right and your creativity and things like yeah. that we're pretty much uh, to continue developing the vision of your brand so our brand is a churro place. Okay. We make everything churros. Yeah, <laughs> a churro absolutely. version of everything. So pretty much that's that's it. So if there was someone that is thinking, you know, they're listening to this, they want to open up a food truck or yeah. their dream is to open up a restaurant or a dessert shop or anything like that, is there a piece of advice that you would give anybody about starting something like this that just they, yeah. they're overwhelmed and they don't know what to do? <laughs> Yeah, of course. I mean, you want to keep it simple. Uh, you want to keep it simple for your for yourself, for your sake, and uh, and for your customers' sake as well. You you want to go. Uh, I would recommend anybody to just focus on one product at a time. Let's say you want to build a, a food truck that makes enchiladas. Uh, just focus on the best enchiladas you're yeah. gonna get in in town. Get the best of something. So you don't Do need to, you don't need to have a million different types of enchiladas. Just have the best of chicken verde enchilada that you know right, in you, town. Yeah. So if you're gonna make something, you you have to do the best of of that thing that you're doing. I think that's great. And then also what you said earlier about you know people saying no and no and no and no to you finding a spot and you just keep, yeah you just stay persistent until yeah. someone will eventually say yes. Yeah, and that sometimes will make you doubt yourself, or that sometimes will make you shake your beliefs, you know. But you have to stick to your guns and you have to stick with your ideals and everything so so you can, can continue. I think that's great, man. So grand opening tomorrow, tomorrow Friday, June 14th at noon. I would recommend what people get here early. There very well may be a line. There, um, there might be a line. So I'm going to I'm gonna be here since, uh, I want to say since 6 in the morning, preparing okay. everything for everybody so we can have a... Uh, a fast flow of people. Okay. Know? Anything else you want people to know about the grand opening or about honchos or um, anything like that? Yeah. When uh, when they get to the cashier, they can ask for they can ask to get their tutor life, and they'll get a surprise. Okay. So this is for this is for <laughs> podcast listeners only. Yeah. Greg, this is a podcast deal. All right. Cool. That sounds awesome. Well, yeah. Everybody can get down here at noon tomorrow. Um, come try these churros. Go to their Instagram right now. Where can they find you? Where can they, you know, contact you if they want to learn more? Uh, you have a website, stuff like that. Yeah. Why don't you give out some of that? Honchochurros.com. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Honchos Churros. And uh, if you want to email us to get information about uh, K2 
catering events, uh, private events, uh, you can email us at hello at hanchoschurros.com. That sounds great, man. All right, you need to go get some sleep, right? Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Appreciate Thank it. <laughs>